You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast and I'm joined by Greg and John this evening. All right, guys? All right. All right. Evening. All right, we're a wee bit later tonight because John was wanting to watch the Hibs Aberdeen game. Ah, I yeah, that as well. Then I rushed down the road to get rushed, rushed down the road to get home, so I was here for quarter to ten, and we're starting here at ten oh six. Aye, aye, Greg and I had a wee chat beforehand. He was he was telling me how to get the the stubborn grass stains out of a pair of jeans. <laughs> oh, aye, oh, aye. What's been happening there? Eh? Bleached jeans, snow, snow washed. <laughs> You start, is this what's happening with the football now? Pink, pink bibs and jeans? Yeah, don't listen to them, John, when we're talking shop. It's business. 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 <laughs> I hope you weren't talking about his grand, his, his efforts at running a Grand National Sweepstake. Oh, aye, come on, I think that topic's been well covered in the forum. Aye, aye. Well, first of all, Greg was, was pretty poor at it at work, setting up the, the sweepstake. Everybody knows the sweepstake has to be in colour so that you have the, the jockey's colours. It has to have the Fish. colours of the, the jockey and it's got to have the odds as well. Greg's had neither. Rubbish. Greg just had a name and that was it. Nope. Ah, Rubbish. Greg, Greg, that's fine. It's all right. He's, uh, John, he's doing it next time so he can have as Aye. much colour and odds as he likes because smart arseers can do it next time, Aaron. Aye. If folk want to know colours, they can go and find that out themselves. Correct. It was, uh, no, no. People are lazy. Was, uh, John, no. that's what learned in life. We had a sweepstake at work and it was just a name. Correct. That's all you need. That was That's all you need. It was fine. And if I wanted to find out who it was, then I'd have just looked it up. No, no. That's, that's it just did, amateur. You know, it doesn't matter anyway because all these idiots were pulling horses out of the hat and saying, oh, such and such and said to me, is it any good? So they weren't even looking at the fact the odds were on the slip. They wouldn't even known what that number right. was at the back of the slip. There's no point having the odds in the slip. So <laughs> let me have anybody who actually tried to pick a horse. Actually, like, give you the name aye, of a horse. Aye, aye, umpteen idiots, right? I put the sheet down with, like, the names of the horses <laughs> on it, right? And there's these fuds going through aye. the sheet saying, oh, I think I love that one. And it's like, no, yeah, clown. Pick on it then. It's unbelievable you need to explain the concept of a sweep to so many people. Oh, it beggars belief. Well. Oh, did I just Is pick one off the list? See on the subject of sweepstake. I remember I told you about the sweepstake for the, the cup final. That I did, and I put a few planks in and stuff like that, and even the goalies. So ah, the, yes, yes. All the boys and the supporters burst my morning about it, so I've decided to take the goalies out this time in the blanks. So it's just players that actually might have a chance of playing. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were giving me it tight. That's an idea, eh? <laughs> Aye, but it's because there were so many folk going. I was trying to get everyone included. going to put the referee in this time. Oh, for aye, well, each. for a nil now. Aye. I think I, do you think I maybe aye, should? get the referee in. Ah, I could maybe add that in. Just blame Greg if they don't like it. That's copyright the that's oh, copyright the Muirhouse bus fare at nineteen ninety two. The referee get in the pockled sweeps. Oh, I think that's quite a good idea. Like, see, but sometimes I go to see, I go in the bus for the Talbot games and they put in old uh, Talbot players as well. So, <laughs> aye. What players who aren't playing anymore? Aye. <laughs> that's that's how I put the blanks in last time. But I, this time I've I've set it to about thirty six players. So that's a bit better. There'll, no, there'll maybe many, many. no, but there's a there's a whole load going. There's about sixty folk going. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, my name's not going in there. Right. 
the podcast agenda. Although I don't share it out to, to the two years, there is an agenda, right? And it starts off with a charity bet win. Every week goes without saying that we're going to win. Another win. Another win under our belt. This time it was Rory Loy who managed to score first for Falkirk against Cowdenbeath. And it turned into a bit of a route, and I think he scored twice, actually. Aye. Oh, no, in fact, he scored a hat-trick. I knew he scored the first two, but he, he scored the, the final goal as well. So 5-0 to Falkirk at the end of that. Unfortunately, we couldn't really go any further than that because I steamed in last week and thought, right, I've done a wee bit of research. I've got a, a few surefire, surefire picks, and unfortunately, they didn't come in. Now, Morton... They were about to be relegated. Little did I know that they'd have a wee resurgence and they managed to beat Livingston 2-0. Our broth are terrible. They managed to draw against Dennis Muir. So, unfortunately, all we got was Rory Loy. But it's still £35 in the kitty, which it's not to be sniffed at. And this week, I'm thinking of going for Jamie Longworth as the first scorer. Now, I've done... A wee bit of research on this, and it's Longworth West Ranrar. He's failed to score in the last game, but he scored in both the games before that. He's sitting pretty, pretty good in the, the top scorer in League One. He's, he's sitting third in that league there, and they're away to our broth, and our broth are sitting at the bottom of the table. So I'm thinking that's a, a pretty safe bet there. I'm hoping that, that we can win something on that. I don't have the odds, because McBookie don't have the odds available just yet, but I'll, t- I'll tweet them and I'll put them on the forum when I, when I get them uh, later this week. Now, Greg, what are you thinking about fixtures for the the double or possibly a treble? I, I, I think the I think the, the safest bets to go um, Dundee United minus three. You're, you're breaking up there, Greg. I'm not really sure. Ah, I'm breaking up nothing. Get that. <laughs> a heavy, a heavy, oh. a heavy defeat. At the hands of the uh, the terrors, hands of the tangerines. Nah, I don't know. I've no. I, I, there's no. There's no SPL games on this week, so I don't. I don't know the first thing about the Lord Divisions. John had suggested what Dundee and Dunfermline. He did. Go for that, then. Right, right. Go for that. Right, Dundee and Dunfermline. Well, Dundee are at home to Cowdenbeath. Cowdenbeath are second in the league, and Dundee are joint top. Equal points for Hamilton, so that could be a good shout. I think they're both odds uh, on. That's the only downside. I think they're both pretty much odds on. But then if you've achieved the returns, you're twenty quid. It's all right. Dunfermline's against Forfar. Forfar's mid table. Dunfermline is second top uh, to the mighty Rangers. The mighty so. Rangers. You could um, you could stick Dundee United in that. Well, what about Aberdeen? Aberdeen look as though they're going to they're going to beat St Johnson. I can't I can't see St Johnson doing it in that game. Aberdeen are flying at the moment. Sure. Do you want to throw that in there as right, well? Let's have a look at the odds for that. Let me just give me a quick... Uh, even money. Aberdeen are even money. That sounds... Aye. That sounds exceptional. i tell you something else. Dundee United are even money as well. Slightly better than even money. Oh, Greg, I, I don't want to... It's got to be a new firm double. Why don't we go for a new firm double? I don't know. I'd, I'm going to be refused entry to the <laughs> if they find out I'm betting against Rangers. You're no, though. You're just, you know, you're outvoted. JB, if he was still kicking about, I see he's disappeared again. I see his dial-up's gone again. Another 10 bomb in the metre. Another couple of spuds in the, uh, in the grinder. Uh, he, he would be back with as well. He would be going, uh, it would be, be two versus one. Uh, that, that's a great double. That's an unbelievable double. 21 to 20 for Dundee United and even money for Aberdeen. What? 
giving money away. Right. So you're going for that. I can't believe Dundee United are... What? 21-20? Against Rangers? Against Glasgow Rangers? Ramsden's Cup heroes? Just stop. (laughs) (laughs) Here, I thought this was the the Ramsden's Cup special tonight. I thought we had a cup cup special. No mentioned it yet. I didn't want to steam straight in to the, the, the cup final. Right, well, I can't find the, the two games on the, the McBookie website. Ah, so oh, I've found them here, man. I'm straight in. Straight in. Scottish what? Cup. Oh, there he is. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have even lasted 10 minutes this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh come on. Skype telling me there's a problem with your call. No shit, share a lot. Aye, that's you. Aye. Right. I need to, I want to say, done it. There must be some sort of update. What is the, the update you need to play is, is move it here, sure. That's the Aye. update you're needing. Ditch Sky. Right. Well, Aye. here's here's what's happening with the bet, John. Greg has, has voted, <laughs> he's voted for you, and he said that we're going to go for a Dundee United and Aberdeen double. Oh, ridiculous. Uh, well, I think it's good. It's good. Uh, I think that'll be the final anyway. Nah, but uh, well, Dundee United are twenty-one to twenty, and Aberdeen's evens. I'm not happy. Dundee United are twenty-one to twenty. That's like buying mm-hmm. money. That's what I say, John. Yeah, no, this this is not right. Okay, well, I want it on record that I disagree. I'm not betting against Rangers. But what's the minus three? <laughs> We're not going with the minus three. So we look for a minus three. Let's see where we go. See what Bucky have got on the handicap. Handicap markets. Alright, oh, right. okay, they've only got up to minus two. Let's have a look. Dundee United minus two. Seven to one. What? Seven to what? one. <laughs> get, get it in that. Get it. Just stick it on that. Dundee United minus Money two. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. Can't believe I'm being outvoted. And Dundee United minus one. Holy moly, you're getting almost three to one. That is what? That's unbelievable. Uh, what uh, are Rangers? What's Rangers place? Just Rangers, aye, Alright, so United are favourites, but that's where my money will be. Aye, aye. Right, okay. Aye. Right, we'll just right, we'll keep it. Go with a straight double. United, straight double. Aberdeen, right, that's forty-one pound at return <laughs> for the ten-pound free bet for McBookie. The good guys at McBookie. Right, I'll get that on, and also Longworth of Stranraer. Now, Greg, you mentioned the uh, the cup final yep. at the weekend. Ramsden's cup and special. This was, this was part two of the treble. You'll have heard me mention this a few mm-hmm. times. It was uh, somebody described it as a treble, but no, it's the, the treble. treble. Yep. <laughs> and went into the game thinking, right, this this is this is maybe it's not it's not a walk in the park against Wraith Rovers, but I think it I think it'll be done. I think the Challenge Cup, I think the team will be up for it. No. no. Rangers in the attacking third were quite simply woeful. I think other than that, I think they, they dominated large spells of the game. I think the possession-wise, I've not seen the possession stats, but the, the possession, they, they dominated that, especially in the first half. In the second half, Wraith Rovers came out a bit more, and especially down the wings, they had a lot of pace. But I'd say maybe even over the the 90 minutes, I thought Rangers edged it. But the big thing was that Wraith Rovers restricted them to half chances. A half chance is probably stretching it a bit. Other than Mosney getting two really good headers, one of them they hit with the shoulder, kind of thing you'd do, Greg. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there wasn't really any chances for Rangers. Wraith Rovers done, done really well to restrict them and then, well, hit them hit them on the break in extra time with a bit of a... The build-up was fortunate. Mosney falling was... over and then the, 
the calamitous it's, it's defending. It's just appalling defending. Let's, let's cut straight to the chase here. It was just rubbish defending for a team that just had to see it for the last two minutes to have half a chance of getting penalties. Oh, and you couldn't manage that. I'll be it's critical of Rangers, appalling. but I don't want to... I don't want to take anything away from Wraith Rovers because Baird and there was one other player were fighting for the rebound. Mm. The two of them could have scored that mm. goal. And that, that's just embarrassing that they're fighting over it. That's, that's schoolboy stuff. So, aye, so it's, it's disappointing, but, but well done to Wraith Rovers. The, the full-backs and the wingers were, were probably the, the class acts on, on the day. Uh, Wallace couldn't really do what he does because he was playing as a winger and he really needs to do a one-two and use his pace that way. Playing as a winger. He, couldn't, he, was, he was matched, uh, aired on the other side. He didn't have the pace. He tried to do a, a couple of races quite early on and decided that that wasn't happening. And pace is a big thing for him. But to, it's just it's, it's disappointing. The thing that struck me, this is the first time I've, I've really watched um, Rangers this season at all. And the thing that struck me is, I, I was struggling to tell you the names of half the people on that Rangers side. See, if they didn't have their names in the backs of their jerseys, I would have had a clue who they were. That tells you how you need about Rangers just now. What they've done is they've, they've, they've put a dragnet through Scottish football and they've rounded up all these clowns that are half-decent, at best, half-decent, you know, and fielding them. And they're, just, they're just no good, they're not a good enough side. They've just got a trawler net of half-decent players together. They've not built a team. That didn't look like a team to me yesterday. That just looked like a bunch of guys on the park kind of hoping for the best. See, if you go through the team individually, I think that they've got a lot of good players. Maybe your comment about them not being a team is valid, but good players. You've got Cammy Bell, a, half a decent, very good keeper. Half decent. Foster on the half wing, decent. Wallace. Half de- guys are half, these guys are half the decent. These guys are half decent. They're not any better than half decent. Cammy Bell. Cammy Bell used to play for Kamarnock. He's half decent. Uh, these are all players I would have taken when we were we were pushing for the top. Oh. We had Foster. We had him when we were pushing for the top. We had Wallace. Ian Black, I was a big fan of him at heart. I'm only just warming to him. He's a bit, he's a bit negative for me. Law is a good player. Half decent. Daly, uh, Daly does what he does. <laughs> he can he, can he run, he can he move. But he does what he does. He's, he's a target Again, man. Again, there's a great example. He's There's a great example of a guy that was a, a great player in the right team. He he had teammates around the bottom him that played to his strengths when he was with Dundee United. And he was he was a cracking player for Dundee United. He dropped him into that bunch of misfits at Ibrox, and he looks he looks like a shadow of the player he used to be. He was isolated. I, at the he play, if you're playing one guy up front, he's going to have to be able to move. So why are we playing John Daly up front? That's nuts. It's never I, been the only game. time it really worked. Was why is Nicky Clark? Was, Nicky Clark. I thought he was pretty good when he came on. Uh, why is he not had more of a chance? He was the top scorer in that league last year. And yet... He was probably the top scorer in Scotland. He scored a barrel load of goals. Uh, but yes, I, I don't understand. I think him and Daly alongside each other works really well. Or if you have some, if you push Law up alongside Daly, just sitting behind him, I should say, uh, for the knockdowns. But he just can't be too isolated than he was at the weekend there. There's no need for Rangers to be playing one up front, though, and again, in these games. Surely the Rangers should be going with two up front. Well, I think it's a it's a, a modern formation, John. I think we're moving away from the the two up top uh, across Europe. Across Aye, maybe in the top. I'm watching anyway. All right. Yeah, but but I get what you I get what you're saying. Uh, it's it can be a defensive formation, especially with Black and Law, both of them who seem to like to sit quite deep. Quite a narrow midfield as well. It's not lot. Like, it's quite a narrow midfield as well, though. I think that's a problem. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's. Uh, 
just, I mean, it's like you're saying, take nothing, everybody's talking about Rangers Day, and it's a shame, take nothing away from the Rovers, because what, what an achievement that is to, um, to, 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 to turn up and do that again after after doing what they did to Celtic all those years ago as well, you know, and I think, I mean, Rangers were definitely favourites, but I think whether two people had a, had an inkling they might make it, they might make it difficult, and uh, it certainly looked like penalties, it certainly looked like penalties for a large chunk of the game, and um, like you say, they just yep. got that chance at the end, and ah, fair play to them, you know, it was a, Some... a great victory for them, but I mean, it kind of, it just starts, I don't know, what do you, what do you say, in terms of a coist, I mean, what, how long does he get? Do you keep him to get pumped out of the weekend against United? What? I don't know. You, I, I just don't know if if he if he goes out and gets a result against Dundee United. Oh yeah, all could oh, be forgiven. I, oh, I, I absolutely agree with that. If, if if they win the weekend, but let's say they get down at the weekend at Dundee United. I don't know. Minus three. I minus three. I mean, I, I, at what point do you say is he the guy for the job? Nobody seems to be asking that question at the moment. Well, there's a, the fans aren't happy. Mm. That's that's for sure. Uh, and they weren't happy for before much again. of the season. So, I uh, I don't know. Tough times. Tough uh, times. But, uh, I've I've got a ticket for the semi final at the weekend. Oh, good. And um, I don't know. I'm just unsure what to think. You're looking so, forward to it. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I hope that it's uh, a good occasion. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it will be. I, I just hope that there isn't an early goal for Dundee United. Uh, I, I just want, I want it to be a competitive game. I want it to be close. I want it to go to the wire. Unless it's 5 0 Rangers, I'll accept that. But I just, I think we'll get beat. I just want it to be close. I'll be happy if we can get it close. Because at the end of the day, this is a big step up for Rangers, uh, particularly the way we've been playing this season. So just see how it goes. I don't know where I'm sitting yet. I've got my ticket, but they don't tell me. I, I, I bought my ticket. I've not received it in the post. Is that a sweepstake? To see where you sit, I could win. I could win, or I could be uh, behind the net. John's organised that you probably get a ticket for a West End at Hamden. <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying? <laughs> no, won't be that anyway, bad. enough of this Rams is Cup, Tom Fullery. On, on the big leagues. Aye. On the big teams. Aye. Aye. On the big leagues. And I wanted to mention uh, Hearts, and I thought it was a, a bit of a shame that they've been consigned to relegation, uh, especially how they had a wee rally near the end there, uh, scoring four against Partick Thistle and drawn against Aberdeen. I thought that that was a good way for them to go down. Uh, it was just a shame that, that Motherwell uh, just collapsed against St Mirren. Ah, it was right. all Motherwell's fault that Hearts got relegated. It was. Well, Hearts, uh, I was quite enjoying that. Um, no, no way a fan of Hearts, but I was quite enjoying how they, they were defiant. I but they were wanting to make it last. But it's alright. I mean, they've done that when the pressure's been off a wee bit, you know, to a certain degree, because they've kind of been more or less away for the last few weeks now, and I think that's maybe had an effect on the young guys as well. They've just gone out and played a bit of football for a change, as opposed to worrying about results and points and all the rest. Of it. I think it's taken away off them a wee bit. They can just go out and, and play some football. But it bodes well if they can hang on to these players. And they keep more or less the same squad together for the for the first division next year. And whether that will happen, I don't know. But I, I, I think Hartson, assuming they get through this administration quagmire they're in just now, I think they're in a, a reasonably strong position going forward. Yep, they're building a team that could potentially be with them yeah. for quite a number of seasons. So yeah, that's exactly what you want from a side that's struggling financially. You want them to, to take that short-term hit and build, because they could get success with these kids, they could build their financial future mm-hmm. on these kids. 
Aye. Aye. It's, it's the way to go rather than there's other teams that didn't go down that route and decided to spend their way back to the top. But I, I like how Hearts are going about it, and I just hope that the news today isn't as negative as it seems to somebody like myself who doesn't fully understand Hearts' situation. Apparently, there's an issue with the ownership of Tynecastle now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Just, it's just the whole thing. I just hope they don't get liquidated. That's, that's no, what I hope. It's no 50% of the has gone into administration or something like that. Is that what they said? 50% has gone to administrators. I don't know. I'm just. I'm not 100% sure. We really need Laurie on to to explain the ins and outs. But at least at least they've not been liquidated today, which is the, the fear was that today could have signal, signaled the end. Uh, I I just I don't want to see a, a, any club be liquidated, especially a club that size. It's I think so important to Scottish football because after the the old firm or whatever you want to call it, the the Edinburgh Derby's one of a a, a sellable asset. I know, John, you'll maybe say that the new firm Derby is as well, but I think the Edinburgh Derby's a, a bit special, second Aye. to the old firm. Sorry, right. the Edinburgh Derby's going to be in the Championship that season, so no worries about that. Oh, the Butcher's doing terrible. I, I, I said a few weeks terrible. ago, I thought Hibs are going to get dragged, dragged into it, and it's looking like it's going to happen, especially after the results of the weekend and tonight. You, uh, you know, I've only had so I can't, I can't count how many games back a Butcher's been... But I think it's one, one, it's one, and, one, 14, one and fourteen. It's like rubbish. His, his team's worse than uh, they were under Fenland. So that tells you, you, you know. Um, I, yeah, I was watching it tonight, and there's, out of the whole team, I think there's two players there that I would take. Uh, Kevin Thompson didn't didn't come on from what I've seen, but uh, even then, he's, he's he's a shadow of the the former player that he was. But Stanton and Harris. And Harris, even this season, is not impressed as much as last. But they're the only two, really, that stand out for me. I can't think of anyone else I would take. No. Is, which is, is pretty bad for a, a team the size of Hibs. I mean, the only, the only thing in, in Butcher's defence is he's inherited what is an appalling squad of players. Um, so I, I guess he's been slightly limited in terms of what he can do. I'd imagine come the summer there'll be a fair few of those players who'll be, who'll be looking for other clubs because I can't see them. Going forward with that particular squad, but it's just whether or not, like, like John saying, it's whether or not they can they can still be in the uh, in the SPL next season as well. Because I think I think it's is it St Mirren they play next? Somebody suggest it's maybe St Mirren in a couple of weeks' time. In which case, you know, well, we've not got any games this weekend because of the, aye, the first post split fixture. I think after the but it's St Mirren at home. Aye. So I mean, there you go. I mean, if, if let's say they were to lose that game, that puts them right in the in the mire and you just wonder whether that squad's got the bottle to to get themselves out of it when you look at the teams round about them um, I, I think Hibs could be Hibs could be in a sticky wicket yep although they are only fighting off for the, it's the a playoff play off play, spot it, even it's, so it's still... look at, I mean you look at the teams that are fighting for the first division do you know what I mean it's too tight to call Teams there. with confidence yeah, teams that it's... are putting wins together as opposed to a team that are in an appalling run of form I, I just oh. You wouldn't like to call it, really. Too close to call. Yep. I, I, in in the, the St Mirren-Motherwell game, I wanted to mention ah, the, the handball. I handball my ass. Have you ever seen such a poor decision in your whole life? <laughs> it was harsh. Harsh? It harsh because it's, no, but it's going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to hurt getting hit in the face and then to find out it's a penalty. I don't know why McMahon's didn't make more of it. He seemed. To, it's funny because when you look at the, the first angle for the TV, 
it looks like he's it looks like he's handled it looks like he's swiped it away with his hand. But if you if you look at it from the TV angle they had, which is the one like from behind the linesman, like the linesman's view, he's absolutely nowhere near his hand. It's happened flush in the face, and then the referee runs back and he points to the spot and he's pointing at his ear, saying that oh aye, it's yeah. handball and the linesman's told me what that complete lies, total lie, absolute lies. The linesman's not given that. It's the blooming referee that's given that. I just, uh, I, I mean, he's just made himself look like a complete clown. And uh, how long was he on for? Uh, Brian I think it was half time. Like wasn't it? it was half time. He got, um, he got drafted in. I think uh, what's his name had picked up a injury in the first half. So I think it was, it was half time. He appeared again. Did you hear Billy Dodds? What he had to say in sports? Uh, I probably did, but I probably instantly dismissed it. Cause it was Billy Dodds. I. I, I... I found it funny because he, he was talking about the incident and he said something like, if you're watching this in your sky, uh, you'll be rewinding it again and again. And he says, I check on, on, he said on every single angle, you can see that Ian Brines is on the, the left-hand side of the box. It was almost as if a different angle would give you a different oh, story. I mean, it's just... <laughs> He'd be positioned somewhere yeah, else. Shocking stuff. But I mean, I mean, the, but, I mean the penalty aside, which was a, a terrible decision, I mean, for us to lose a third goal, I mean that I, I, that guy we've got in goals just now is the worst keeper I've seen up there in years. To be beat your near post by a, a half hit sclaff of Stephen Thompson, it's an absolute disgrace. And he's been getting pelters up there for the last wee while, and that's not going to do his 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 case any good. I just I hope and pray we jettison this guy at the end of the season. He's a complete liability. You put a defender in goals, oh, and at least they, they would know to watch your front watch post. Watch your front post, exactly. Stick a, stick a boot through it and it's away. But he's he's managed to jump over the top of the ball. Yeah. It's a really bad, it's a bad result for us, and it's a bad result off the back of the Kamaric one last weekend as well. That's potentially six points, which should have been in the bag, which are now, um, which have now waved goodbye. And I think that might come, come back to haunt us at the end of the season. Yep, yep, but the split does bring with it. A wee bit of excitement. It does. Does. Uh, I'm starting. I'm starting to like it. I'm starting to like the, the split at times, uh, knowing that Motherwell are going to be playing those around them and only those around them, and the same down the bottom. Aye. And it looks as though this year, when they've done the split, they've actually put some thought into some of the fixtures as well. Because we've got we've got Aberdeen last game of the season, and you would, you would, I don't know. I mean, it's maybe a bit of ask for us now, but you would kind of hope it's still there to play for come the last day of the season because if you get up there and playing for second place in the league that'll be um, there's at least a bit of an occasion to that as well so I think they've, they've probably used their head to be a bit with the fixtures Yes, I, I agree with that uh, it would be brilliant if that was uh, there was something in that game Yep, yep. so we'll see yeah. but I say the problem is in the, in the split is most of our points this season have come against the bottom six sides so if we didn't that but you will did you watch any of the, the Highland Derby? I did. So I saw the highlights. Yep, saw the highlights on sports scene. What was going on with the high foot incident? <sighs> Shinny against Kish. I mean, that's... That's, that's uh, terrible. That's terrible that's decision. That's absolute nonsense. An absolute nonsense. Because I think they highlighted another couple of examples throughout the game as well, which... Which could have been, which could have been given as well, and then you look at the, you look at the incident in itself, and it's, you know, the the, the one that they give the foul for, and that's inside the box, and you're like, the referee's just an absolute howler. Yep. Now you know me, Greg. I like to to look up the the rules. Oh, you're a stickler for the oh, rules. I I was quite interested in this high feet, right? What is high feet? I want I want somebody to explain it to me. So I looked up the the rule book, and apparently there isn't. 
anything about high yeah. feet. It's not that's not the offence isn't high feet. The the offence is really playing in a dangerous yeah. manner. Uh, it's when a player uh, is basically scared of mm. making contact with the ball uh, because they're scared of risking injury. Mm-hmm. So you think that a high foot, for example, uh, means that the player wouldn't go to head the ball through fear of injury. So that, that's why people will say, I guess, is uh, high feet. Yeah, and if, and if that's the case, you then start to have to look at things like overhead kicks and say, well, is that high feet? Is that dangerous play? Because I think... If somebody goes to head of the ball, it I is think, dangerous I play. I think yeah. the highlighted one in that game as well, it was one of the <laughs> when the boys that's up front for Ross County had a, had a swing at an overhead kick at one of them, and they're saying, well, you know, is that high feet? just seems to be open yep, to I interpretation. Think it was. I think because you've seen the defender, he tried to jump and header it, but then kind of turned oh, his back. Oh, pulled out, pulled out the, yep. the So that's itself. definitely... Uh, so it's a, a playing in a dangerous manner is committed with an opponent nearby and prevents the opponent from playing the ball for fear of injury. It's only an offence when an opponent is adversely affected. So yeah, that that bicycle kick was uh, was an offence. The, the high foot was an offence. I know Gary McAllister was talking about whether... Uh, there was connection to the head or to the ball. Now, that is important when it comes to the punishment for the, the breach of the rule, but it's not really important for whether the, the referee blows the whistle. Mm. It's a foul whether he connects or doesn't connect. The fact that he didn't actually connect with the guy's head says, I think, that it's a foul and no yellow card. I think it would be an indirect free kick, whereas if he connected, then it would be a yellow card, yeah. unless it was... Very severe, and then it'd be a sending off. So basically, it's a, a penalty. It happened inside, <sighs> inside the box. The box yep. I think the ref yep. bottled yep. it. Yep. Just, uh, he wasn't really sure. He spent a wee, he spent a, a, a wee bit too long deciding, and then I think by then he just, oh, where was it? Outside the box is a a safe option oh, yeah. if you're unsure. It's a really bad decision. Yeah. Is that you back, John? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. I've just been lasting about the referees. Oh, Aye. right. Uh, there's other games I was going to mention, but we're a wee bit tight for time. Uh, I was going to mention Samaras coming back into the Celtic squad and scoring a goal, but then still putting in his usual lackadaisical performance. He just strolling about, not really looking like he was wanting to impress, but then maybe that's me looking on. Uh, maybe a Celtic fan would tell me different, but he just... You'd think if you're coming back into the squad, getting a start, you'd think you'd be working your, your socks off. But, but it didn't seem that way for I me. I think that's just his natural demeanour. I think it's, he's one of these guys that attracts criticism as being lazy and all the rest of it. But I think that's just that's just the way it is. In, in some ways, at least that's a bit more honest than these guys that, 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 that chase lost causes all over the park and run themselves on the ground when they're not actually making any contribution, you know. There is a wee bit of that as well, but aye, he's definitely... For somebody that's pros- probably moving away for that club at the end of the season, then, you know, you would think he would want to look as though he's trying a leg for the last few games. Aye, I think I think he'll be going. Yeah. I, I won money on that because Celtic were 4-6 to six before the game, which was pretty attractive. Good odds, man. So I won money on that and lost it by putting a tenner on Rangers. <laughs> That's what I get, eh? <laughs> right, so mentioned before that there was no Premiership games coming up this weekend because it's Scottish Cup. And I've mentioned the, the Rangers game and Greg's mentioned how it's going to be a hump and John agrees with that and I just hope that it's 
It's not a hump. <laughs> that's that's basically sums it up, I think. What about the Aberdeen game, John? Are you going to the game? I am going to the game, I. Um, are, are you boycotting the food stalls? Tell me the truth. Well, I don't really. I don't know. I'll see. I'll probably have something to eat before I go to the game, but if I'm hungry, then I might have something to eat. I don't know. But someone did mention that maybe an Aber- like they might put dodgy stuff in the food anyway for Aberdeen fans. So. Generally. <laughs> yeah. uh, some folk will boycott it, but let's face it, if some if folk are hungry then they'll probably grab something to eat, they'll forget all about it. Um so you could you could make a stand. Just don't tell stand, the, the supporters that you've you've already had some to eat. Just I didn't, I'm starving, but I'm not gonna eat anything. This is a boycott. Then everyone will start sitting to eat all the pies because it'll just be me that'll be eating the pies because everyone else is boycotting it. <laughs> and you might get dirty looks. Aye, so, but I as for the game itself, um, oh, quite confident at the moment. But in terms of the final, I remember being quite confident, and then on the day of the final in the morning, it hit me, and the nerves came. So we'll see what happens. But tonight helped because recently we've been a bit kind of shoddy since we kind of won the cup. Even after we won the cup, obviously we've kind of drawn too many games. But McGinn getting back amongst the goals tonight, and then kind of recently that'll help because it means then it's one of us dependent on Rooney scoring. Um, don't know, but tonight's game, Paul ought to be a bit off. I don't don't know, I think he's maybe kind of fully fit. Maybe, hopefully, he'll play better at the weekend. But aye, we've, hopefully, after Sunday, we can still say that we've not been beaten by St. Johnson in a cup game. Because they've never beat us in a cup game. How many? I got invited to the game, but I, I, I had to turn them down because I was going, going to the Rangers game. Can I do two games in one weekend? How many tickets have they shifted for the Aberdeen game? Um, in terms of just us or the right, like whole St. Johnson as well I, I know they've kind of, don't know the, the biggest support I think certainly with St. Johnston they've sold maybe about 5,000 yeah, tickets that's not bad um, in terms of us I think the last I heard it was maybe I think 10,000 but that was before it went on public ah, sale yes, we bumped up a bit uh, um, I think there'll be a number of factors though. the time of the kickoff isn't great for folk getting from Aberdeen. It's fifth. I think Scottsdale are put on trains and they're fifty quid. So, I mean that's a fair bit of money when a lot of folk have been at the cup final would have spent a lot of money that right, day. It's a big ask, isn't it? Um, it's a big ask. Plus the game. I mean, this is where Telly comes into play. The games on yeah. BBC, BBC and Sky. So, I mean, let's face it. It's, if a lot of folk there was a lot of families at the game, the final. So you're you, potentially you're talking for your travel tickets once you've had food. Over two hundred pound, easy. Ah, it's expensive, day. I mean, especially considering. Forget the food, though. Forget the food. <laughs> especially considering Aye, Aberdeen will probably win. So you think, well, did I just save my money and get a ticket for the final? Go to that. It's, 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 it's a tough ask for folk. Um, I see what it's like. I don't know what the atmosphere will be like at Ibbots in terms of it because it might be only half full. I don't know. I don't know whether there's been what tickets will sell before Sunday. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the game, but the early kick is a bit of a pain as well because just forgetting there and I don't know. You like a couple of drinks sometimes before the game, and I don't know. Sunday early kickoffs are rubbish anyway. It's I think. the same. It's the same as the last games. The last game of the season. That's a, a quarter past twelve kickoff, and we're up. We're Aye, up. We're up in Aberdeen. So, I mean, if that if that does go to the game for second place, then I've got every intention in going. But uh, yeah, you're leaving. I'm leaving here at eight in the morning. To try to drive, drive up there bus? just in time, just up. in time to see the game, and then you're like, "Well, what do you do after it? Jump in the car and go straight back home, or do you, do you stay up in Aberdeen for a while?" It's just uh, nobody gives Aye. any consideration to, 
paying supporters for these things. It's, it's terrible. Sunday at quarter past 12, man. I'm going to have to miss church the whole lot. Uh, <laughs> the, boys are, yeah. the boys I go with, they're having, they're having to get a minibus because basically if you're to get the train from Glasgow to Aberdeen, I think you get in at 11.45. Aye, aye. So it's, it's cutting yep. it fine for the game to the yep. game. Well, John, uh, so I'm looking for that minibus. I'm looking at ScotRail's website and they're saying that the earliest train gets to Queen Street at 12.14. Well, aye, for sa- that seems Saturday's to be the earliest game, aye, aye, Saturday's game. Aye, for Saturday's game. Aye, but they've, they've, this is Sunday's game. Aye, sorry, Sunday. Aye, Sunday's game, sorry, aye. Yeah, Sunday's but, game's 12.14 and then you're going to have to get for Queen Street no chance. to Ibrox, which, uh, well, aye, but they've put it's on going some to be tough. Trains. And they've put on some special trains to maybe to get earlier. Right. Um, aye, aye. This is me just checking just now. Aye, but it's, it's just aye, no consideration for the fans. As soon as it's, it's, all, it's all about TV, when they can fit it in TVs, but I think that's just that's the way it is, unfortunately, and tough titty, unfortunately. Much as sometimes it benefits folk. I think when it's an occasion like that, okay, you maybe want as many people seeing it as possible, but you want as many people at the game. It doesn't look doesn't look no. good when there's a semi final when it's the stadium's half. Scottish Cup semi finals should be should be big crowds in there. If you're enough sticking the final on TV, I, I agree with because there's there's a, there's a an element of the neutral being interested in that. But a Scottish Cup semi final, you want a big, you want supporters going along and, and the only chance of seeing it live is to go and buy a ticket and put it on at a decent time. Don't stick it on at lunch time. Get it at three o'clock. Give them a chance to have a day, you know. The same, well, the the same as last, last game of the season, quarter past 12 on a Sunday. Fire ah, that right up your pipe. It should be three o'clock on a Saturday across the board, last game of the season. Without, without The problem is, Greg, you can't have it at three o'clock because of UEFA. UEFA won't allow it. There's a, a blackout. But on the Sunday game, they could. Oh, but we don't want it in TV. Like the last game of the season. Forget it. Aberdeen, but we'll just have it. Have it oh, right. I mean, it's, a, it's a massive game. It could be a massive game. I mean, it's a game no. that I potentially, disagree. if it's not on TV, then you've got See, maybe a capacity crowd. I disagree because I wouldn't go to the game myself. Yeah, I would watch it on the telly. And me watching it on the telly in an indirect way means I'm giving money to the, those clubs. So they clubs wouldn't get any money from me if it wasn't on telly. So I think that there's going to be thousands like me that are going to be giving the clubs money because it's on the telly. Aye, the alternative is. is that you might get bigger gates, but there's a lot of fans like me that, that wouldn't that wouldn't go to a Motherwell game or an Aberdeen game. So they're getting money. Like the, then uh, the Highland Derby on Friday night, there's no way I would have went to that game. No way in a million years. Yeah, I watched it on the telly. And in an indirect way, they got money from me, from my Aye. subscription. There is that, but they're not getting £25 for a ticket. I mean, in terms of each person that has Sky watching a game, how much really is the club getting for that realistic £25. Whereas it's, it's folk folk that maybe want, folk that wanted to go to the game are getting are having a situation whereby it's a, it's a murder and nightmare to get there. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I agree with uh, the timing. If the timing could be sorted out, take this Sunday's game, ah. for example. If that was on at three o'clock on Sunday, then and still on telly, but allowing Aberdeen fans to, to make that journey, then yeah, that's that's fine with me. I just, I think that being on TV, I think is good for people like me that like to watch games as a neutral. So normally we get to this point and we go for the predictions, but there's nothing really to predict unless we predict the, the semi-finals and I don't want I'm to. I'm predicting a humping for Rangers <laughs> and I'm predicting Aberdeen to go through another one. I am predicting Aberdeen as well, but I want St. Johnson to go through I would I would mind seeing St Johnson getting through as well, but I think for the I think for the occasion, everybody wants to see Aberdeen in that final with Dundee United because I think that would be the 
that would probably be the final choice for, for everyday because you'd be looking at pretty much a capacity crowd, I would imagine, for that, which is what which is really what you want for the Scottish Cup. Uh, and it'd be a proper, a proper 50-50 split mm-hmm. as well. I think you get a proper 50-50 yeah. split and two teams that obviously dislike each other. And... Well, they could have been a 50-50 split in the Saturday's game against Dundee United if Dundee United could have sold them. I've read just sold all their allocation, mind you. Oh, I couldn't tell you. Do you know, uh, I... Somebody told me that there was 2,000 left and this was on Friday evening. Right. Uh, the public sale was supposed to start this morning, but since I got mine on Friday evening, I've not I've not looked because I, I bagged mine, so I wasn't too concerned. Aye, and I said the semi-final is always going to be a lower crowd than the final. It just, it just does because you don't get the... You don't get the uh, the grannies and the and the and the wives and the kids and all that coming up for the semi-finals, whereas you get that in the you get that in the final. You get places emptying the emptying their towns and, and going along to that. So, uh, aye, Dundee United Aberdeen final for me. Yeah, uh, I agree. Aye, I don't really want to say what I think. Who'll win the the first one? You said earlier yeah. you thought Dundee United. Aye. Or just hope the Rangers make it I respectable. Know, I know. I just don't want to say that again. It doesn't feel right, John. Mm. Uh, oh well, oh well. As Sometimes long as it's just, going to be a good day. At least you're honest. Like, I think some folk are just clouded by the fact Rangers were a big club, so they'll win. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Dundee United horse them, what, 3 0 last year? Dundee United can beat us when we're at the top of the table. I, it's, I, I, Dundee United are capable of beating Rangers at any stage in their history. Never mind when we're down where we are now. So yeah, it's, it's always always going to be difficult. In a way, regardless. Sunday. In a way, Sunday might help help you out actually in terms of galvanising the players, like putting a performance for the fans. Uh, but maybe that's a bit of that as well. Because you look at that game yesterday, and with all due respect to Race Rovers, these guys know they're playing Race Rovers. You played Dundee United on Saturday when Rangers are the underdogs, and you've got thirty thousand behind them. If these, if that group of players can't get motivated in some way, shape or form for that game, then, you know, they'd be as well just turfing them out the door. Now, I think it'll be a different Rangers side that, that, that you see on Saturday, but I, I just I, I just think Dundee United, they've got, they've got too many players that could be, that could cause Rangers too many problems for it to be, to be another than a, a Dundee United one. Uh, we should be going in with, with uh, no fear, no pressure. Uh, underdogs. Rangers are the yeah. underdogs here. They need to go in the, and, and get torn in the bit of the right good goal. That's all they can do. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Okay. A nervy week ahead. Nervy weekend. See earlier what I missed when I was away missing. Like, uh, AWOL, uh, did you talk about McGinn's goals tonight? No, we didn't. We didn't uh, talk about McGinn's lucky second goal where he was oh, leaning back seconds. and he was, it was, he was skying it. It was great skied goals. and it was just lucky that it dipped. Two great goals. Aye, aye, they're worth a watch, definitely. But I, I really did think he'd skied it. He leaned back, hit it. I thought that was a way into the crowd, but no, got it right. But aye, well, well, thanks for coming on the two years. Uh, Chris was a bit busy. Sorry. Uh, fatherly duties. He's allowed the night off. Uh, we'll be back next week, but then the following week, it's Easter Monday, isn't it? It is, man. Easter Monday. I, I might be busy because I got stopped by a woman in the street earlier. And, oh. she, came in, and she gave me an invitation <laughs> uh, to, to celebrate the, the death of Jesus. Uh, so I, I might be busy two weeks tonight. I'm not Other sure. Other plans? 
I've not got back to I've been sure you're boiled egg. <laughs> I'll ask her if Jesus did like chocolate Easter eggs after all. <laughs> right, but thanks for coming on and thanks for listening. Thanks for staying for the majority, John. I will. I try and get it sorted. I'm going. To, I'm trying to hunt out and see if there's anything I can do, whether than maybe I've missed an update or something like that. Because it's getting worse. We need that sport twice. I was going. You're so, ruining my recording. I'm going to have uh, to do some real editing this time. It's lucky Greg came on. You'd have been talking to yourself. Do I got all those those viruses <laughs> and they pop ups off your PC, John? That'll help. I've got no. I've got I've got a pop up blocker on me. Doesn't it pop the block up? So. Uh, <laughs> so it's the dodgy sites you go hey, to. John, John. Just clear, just clear that, that, that internet that, cash cleared. Get the cookies deleted. Football forums. <laughs> That's the one that's causing all the trouble. All these dodgy adverts for Russian brides and all that. That's why I have to put the ad blocker on. No, there's no adverts like that. Aye, there was, there was Aye, a dodgy one on the other day. I was on the other day and it was some advert telling Aye, me about criminals that lived near me or something. <laughs> seen that one? <laughs> that's maybe because I mentioned in the podcast last week that what? you maybe had a history of uh, hooliganism on the football park. Some register you could check to see who's living near you. I don't know. You must be getting some money off these advertising firms, boy. <laughs> Aye. Aye. It pays for the castle. He's got brides from all over the, all over the shop. Aye, Disney, Disney pay for a blooming sweep, though. I noticed that was a, 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 a just for fun. Just for yeah, fun. I almost made it for charity. Aye, charity. Aye. Doesn't he pay, pay for the podcast? Aye. Podcast guests either. No, no. Everyone does it for free. Aye. Although maybe I would buy you a drink if you... Uh, if, we, if we did it at my house but we don't so. <laughs> oh, I'd buy, buy you a drink oh, and then give you a can of tenants at the fridge <laughs> exactly <laughs> right, come on let's go it's nearly midnight right. here come on yeah, right. thanks for coming on guys. Yeah, yeah. Right.